Welcome to the Blessed Be Birth podcast, a place to talk about all things pregnancy, birth, and motherhood through the lens of the Catholic faith. I'm Maggie, birth doula and birth assistant. And I'm Gabby, birth doula and postpartum nurse. Join us for a conversation about pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and how we can invite God in. Hey. Hey. How are you? Cold. I know, it is (laughs) freezing i feel like we went from like it wasn't even fall we had like warm weather the first week of november it was like almost 80 and then now it's just frigid (laughs) yeah i so i joke i mean okay for those of you who don't know where we are we're in northern virginia slash west virginia (laughs) um basically think of john denver's country roads take me home that's like where we live basically Yep. We'll go on a rant about that song a different day of how it's actually about <laughs> Western Virginia, but still. Um Yeah. Um but yeah, it was really warm here. And um now it's what like I mean in the mornings it's it's pretty cold. Like I yeah. I think the other day when I was outside walking, it was like in the teens, I think, or it felt like it was in the teens. And then in the afternoon it'll warm up to about like thirties, forties. Yeah. Um but Nick and I were joking because he took the kids out on Saturday to a playground um, while I was out. And he, he texted his one friend when we lived in the UP. And he's like, I'm such a wuss now. It's 30 degrees and I already have my winter jacket on. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy how you just like adapt to the weather around you. Like you can, but at the same time, I feel like when it's just like under 30 30 degrees or so it's just cold like at that point it just doesn't matter how cold it is it's just cold oh yeah it's just cold I mean absolutely you would you would know more because you lived way up north but uh the dark days (laughs) yeah (laughs) no yeah I mean yeah after a while it just all is cold like I don't it it doesn't matter what degree it is it's just cold um And and we're not quite there yet. For me, that's like when it hits like February, it's just cold out. Um, Miserable. Yeah, gosh. But it's so hard. I will say like, I'm sure you've experienced this with Ryland, but it's so hard to go outside. Yeah. When you have littles, when it's when it's windy and it's cold, like we were at my parents house a few weeks ago and, and playing in a leaf pile and um like of course my daughters were so excited we we raked up this ginormous leaf pile we're jumping into it it was amazing mm-hmm. and then I brought Damien out and you know he's one he's almost one and a half and he lasted maybe like 10-15 minutes and then yeah. this poor guy was just shivering and I had him all bundled up and I'm like ah oh, man like can I take him back inside so I know uh, it's so it's so hard to get Rylan outside this time of year and I feel so bad but then it's like you know, I'll bundle them up sometimes and go for like a, you know, a walk with a stroller. But even then, like the wind's blowing in his face and he's just, he's just miserable after like 10 minutes. So I'm like, ugh, I don't, you know, it's so hard to find the balance. Oh, yeah. But I'm oh, hoping yeah. it means we have a white Christmas. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> or if it's going to be this cold, it better snow. Especially on Christmas. <laughs> so I just want to say this really funny and then we can kind of do some updates mm-hmm. here. But um, okay, so what is it? Was it last week? Last week, it was snowing. Okay, yes. so like, what was it? Like, like last Friday or something, it started snowing. 
and um and like I saw like at, you know in a couple of like different group chats I'm in or um, even on social media everyone's like oh my gosh snow it's snowing and literally I just like texted Nick I was like nope nope <laughs> like no no I'm not gonna lie snow does not um it doesn't phase me anymore um, oh which is a bummer. God. I've kind of like lost all wonder of snow and it's I'm still sure. going to take me some time to kind of get back to that. But like literally everyone's like, it feels like Christmas. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> no, it doesn't. We're doing this. Not oh, at all. So funny. <laughs> so all of you who maybe are up in like Buffalo or Erie and just got hit by like six feet of snow, oh, my gosh. heart goes out to you because I've been there. And like it's not fun. We had to. I'll have to share pictures at some point. We had to dig out and fire from six feet of snow, and it was um, it was special. So anyway, so I you can wish for a white Christmas. I will unfortunately <laughs> not be wishing for that. Oh, let's see which one of us always comes true. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, how have you been lately? Oh, I've been great. Uh, since our last um, recording, I had the baby, which you know, but our listeners don't. So you can hear her snoring on my chest right now. <laughs> um, she just ate, so she is happy and fed and will probably be passed out for another two hours. So yeah, so that happened. So I've just been resting, literally going from like my bed to the couch for the last 12 days or so. Um, starting to move around a little more, just starting to get on the floor to play with the toddler, but still taking it slow, still trying to just work on bonding with her and focusing on breastfeeding and just all that stuff, um, which is really nice. It's been a very different experience from Rylan because he was in the NICU for a month. Yeah. Um, so it's, this has been really, really nice for us. It's been a it's not, I won't say a smooth transition because it's different with a toddler at home this time. Um, but it's it's been really, really amazing to just be home with her and just getting to focus on bonding with her, with her and just, you know, becoming a family of four. So that's what I've been up to. <laughs> yeah. And you had a girl. You had a I girl. know. I had a girl. It's so fun. Like, thinking out girl stuff or you know a couple people have brought over some clothes for her and it's just it's totally different from boy clothes like boy clothes can be cute uh but it's just different with girl stuff you know everything's just so like you know frilly and the bows and the pink I just love it it's so fun I think the number (laughs) one question I always have with my daughter's clothes is um do they make this an adult size (laughs) yeah there's some stuff that's so cute yeah Oh my gosh, yeah. It's a problem. Like, it's a problem. Yeah. We have so many clothes. So many clothes. I'll have to go through and see if I can find some for you, actually. Just to I use. I take them. Because <laughs> we have so many. It's ridiculous. Oh. Oh, so good. What a great, great update. Yeah, that's why we've been a little quiet around here, which is yes. totally fine. <laughs> she decided to come pretty much right after we published our first episode. So Yeah. Yeah, that's the joke. We're a little distracted that week. Just a bit. For good reason. For the best reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a baby storm. Um, I was at three births in a week. Um, So, yeah. So, I've been really busy. Um, 
But I'm officially done with doula clients for the rest of the year, which is Yay! awesome. Good for you. Um, it's like so nice now. Um, they were three absolutely amazing, beautiful births. Um, it was like great, like three great ones to end the year on, to be honest. And okay. so, um, so it was great to be able to to be a part of um, three amazing families' journeys. Um, and birth assist too for them, which wow. is great. And so, and then I got to go on retreat this weekend, which was um, a silent retreat, which, um, Gabby, I never, ever, I love, I would <laughs> retreat until I was a mom of three. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember the last time I was on a retreat that had silence as part of it was when I was in college and our priest kind of like last minute decided like, we're going to make the morning part silent. And all of us were like, attempting to like <laughs> sign language to people which like doesn't work when not everyone understand like doesn't understand sign language and we were yep. like literally counting down seconds until we could talk and that was oh just half gosh. a day meanwhile I'm here and I was like oh two days of silence heck yeah sign <laughs> me up um and it was so good like highly highly encouraged like if you haven't been on retreat to just I mean everyone we should be going on a retreat once a year but it was so good for resting my mind, resting my body and flattening my soul. So um, I just feel some rejuvenated having gotten home yesterday afternoon. So, so good. That's awesome. Especially with Advent starting and Christmas coming, like that's probably just like the perfect time for it. Absolutely. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's why I'm like, all right, bring on Advent. I tried making Advent candles yesterday. Didn't work, but that's okay. Like, you you know, (laughs) oh, that's a whole thing. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so good to be able to, like, you know, we're on the last week of the, of the liturgical year, you know, and, um, there's always such a, I don't know, a, a hope and a, and the thought of newness. Yes. Um, yeah. and I, that's when the retreat, even about birth that I'll have to share in the future. Cause it was a very insightful retreat all about Edith Stein and, um, okay. yeah, so beautiful. So it's, it's, I'm excited to kind of you know, share more about that over time as I continue to unpack it. But yeah, I can't wait to hear. But yeah. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? All right. So I think we're going to talk about um, birth and how there's no one right way to do it. Because I think sometimes in, I don't even want to say like certain mindsets, I think in all, you know, like hospital versus home birth there's there can be a lot of people on either side thinking that one way is the right way and I think as our first topic to kind of just like talk through that and just remind people that there isn't like one right way to do birth you know and we all have a different story we're all coming at birth from a different um, perspective um, our history with birth Whatever it is, maybe past traumas or um, fears, it's all leading into that. And I think that it can be really dividing when we have this, you know, idea of one right way to have your baby. Um, I think we just need to be really supportive of each other and, you know, helping each other understand that there are, you know, all these options out there and you know it's important to know that but at the end of the day you get to make the choice for yourself and for your baby and you know as long as you're making that choice you know fully informed there's really nothing there's there's no wrong answer 
Yeah. Oh, exactly. And that's, um, I, was it, I don't remember, you know, where you, where you read this or you heard it, but this concept that has been coming, you know, whether it's into the light more, it's becoming a thing where, uh, one style of birth is holier than another or, or makes you holier than another. And that, that is not true at all. Um, But on the other side of that, though, it is really important to know that there are options. Um, When I was pregnant with um, my first, I had no clue that there was anything else other than just the hospital. I had no idea. No one ever talked about it. I never read that anywhere. Didn't, you know, think that there was any other option. I just thought it was the hospital. Um, And it'd be interesting to have seen what would have happened or where my mind would have gone even just knowing there were other options exactly yes he's waking up for a second (laughs) um but yeah and I think that's what makes the difference you know and where some so many of us have heard for so many years that you know home birth you know all home births are so dangerous um so you just kind of like you know home birth exists but you kind of just think it's like you know, for the really, you know, hippie, crunchy people who want nothing to do with hospitals or, um, you know, there's not really a safe way to have a home birth. So hospital birth is the only answer, but that's, that's not true. Um, so I think that's part of it too, is like we said, we're just, we're all coming at it from such different perspectives and, but to kind of have this idea that one way to you know give birth is better or holier or the right way um could just be kind of isolating to people who maybe haven't had um you know a wonderful birth experience or even maybe you know they wanted a home birth or um you know an out of hospital birth at like a birth center but because of past fears or whatever or just not knowing um it they can kind of feel maybe left out or judged or hurt. And I think we just kind of want to open up that space to everybody. Like there's, there's just no right way to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to make sure that they're, you're being heard and seen in that. Yeah. 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 So talking about the different um, options that there are, there are a few different options. So, um, you know, you have hospital, um, and even then, not every hospital is the same. You know, people will say there's, you know, there's different levels of hospitals. Um, you have your big city hospitals. You have your small country yeah. hospitals. Um, you have hospitals even that don't have maternity departments in general. Like they don't even, they don't even have so uh, labor and delivery units. Um, yeah. I lived near a bunch of those when we were in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, so just um, knowing that, yeah, there's even different degrees of, of hospitals as well too. So you have hospital. Um, which is the most common. It's the one that is just most commonly talked about that it's a majority of people go to. um, And especially that's just talked about and portrayed in media as well. So you have hospital, Um, then you have birth center. So there's even with that, there's a couple of different um, styles of birth center as well, too. And I think that's really important for people to know as well. So um, some hospitals will have uh, birth centers that are attached to a hospital. Um, this isn't as common. It's actually, uh, I, I'd say pretty rare. There's just very rare that there are birth centers attached to hospitals. Uh, most mm-hmm. of the time you do need a midwifery practice that 
um, either exclusively does that or um, that is like a part of what it, you know, what their practice does. Um, but that just means that the birth center is um, physically connected to the hospital in some way, shape or form, whether that's, you know, there's a tunnel that's connecting it a pass or it's on one floor versus another. Um, but you still have access to the hospital. You still do postpartum hospital. Um, you still, you're, you're right there. And, um, in case something happens, you're down the hall. So that's a birth center attached to a hospital. Um, most of them will take insurance as well because they are attached to the hospital system. With that being said, there are maybe stricter regulations because you're attached to the hospital. Um, so that's one style of birth center. Then there is a freestanding birth center, which is um, its own entity. Um, it is run by midwives, which they can be certified professional midwives or certified midwives. Um, and with that, they can either be accredited or not. And again, depend on what they can offer, or what they're allowed to do versus they're not because they're more regulated by the state. So. Uh, some of them allow VBACs, some don't. Some allow um, breech births, vaginal breech births. Some don't. Some um, allow multiples or twins. Some don't. So those are just really good questions to ask if you're thinking of doing a freestanding birth center. Um, also, with that, some accept insurance and some don't, or they don't accept all insurances. So another thing to kind of keep in mind as well when it comes to a birth center. Some are in more of a business-like building and some it's in a home. So, like, just kind of mm -hmm. keeping that in mind, too. Um, and then finally, home birth, you know, where a midwife comes to your house. You don't have to leave. Um, you get to, you know, just have your baby and be in your bed um, in a matter of minutes if you <laughs> didn't give birth in your bed. So, you know, if, if you gave birth in your bed, then you're just right there. Like, it's great. Um, so, um, yeah, those are the those are the different options when it comes to where like locations and where you can give birth yeah i think that was a good point that you brought up with the like the insurance and um you know who takes it who doesn't i think that's another leading factor for why a lot of people you know may choose hospital births but maybe they would have preferred a home birth or a birth center birth so i think sometimes when people hear that you know from that perspective like oh well you know the a home birth would have been better but because you know for financial reasons they chose the hospital you know sometimes people kind of feel left out too because you know they had to make that decision based on um money and finances so that's that can be hard too so i think just changing the whole conversation about birth um and just making it there's no right way there's no wrong way uh, but the important thing here is that you're fully educated, you know, your options, you know, you can have a hospital birth, a birth center, free or home birth um, is what's important here, you know? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, for, for any of you listeners who, you know, have already you've given birth before. And you're hearing about this for the first time, you know, or as, after you gave birth and you've heard from friends or different family members or, or reading or listening, whatever it may be. And you came across this information that, okay, home birth is a thing or wow, there is such thing as a birth center. Oh man, there's one in, you know, even down the road for me too. And then you, you might start to feel you know, bad or guilty or, um, 
frustrated that you didn't know that that existed. Just, I mean, keep in mind, I, I mean, I know I felt this way too, but you, you don't know what you don't know. So you, you had no idea that that existed beforehand and that's okay. And there, there does need to some sort of, you know, sense of peace that we do need to come to when it comes to that, where our past decisions, you know, those are in the past. Um, we can't do anything to change that. We can't change the past. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know that going forward, if you are blessed with another pregnancy? Absolutely. And that's a time that you can address that and, and see if that is feasible, whether through financial reasons or, you know, also too, is your husband on board? How comfortable are you with the idea of that and addressing that as well? Um, but when it comes to past decisions, um, being at peace with that does need to come as well too, because sometimes we can feel like, well, I didn't birth correctly in the past because I didn't know this existed. And, oh man, that's on me. Like I didn't know. You didn't know. That's okay. That's totally mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Mom, moms carry enough guilt. Don't put that on yourself, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> we struggle enough with mom guilt as it is. So, you know, if that's how you're feeling, definitely just like Maggie said, just, you know, be at peace with it. You don't, you don't know what you don't know. Um, and you know, now, you know, you have options or, you know, there's, there's another way you can do this if that's what you want. Um, and that's, I, that's, what's so important to me is just making sure everybody knows that they have these options because it does make me so sad when people say like, they didn't know they could have a, they could have a home birth or a birth center birth. And that's what they would have loved. Um, so I think it's so important to talk about these things. And when we were discussing, you know, talking about this topic, something that you and I discussed was how, you know, because the hospital is kind of the standard, um, for most people to go to have their baby, a lot of people don't know that home birth and freestanding birth center births are an option, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's why so many people are talking about it nowadays um on social media you know you're hearing about it from doulas or just other people in the birth space because so many people for so long did not understand that they had these options um so if it feels like you're hearing a lot about home birth or birth center births um or even free birth it's because we're we're trying to uh get the word out there basically to those people who may never hear about it um, if we don't talk about it. Um, so if, if it feels like the space is really full of that noise, um, that's why, because most people think I've got to go to, the, I'm having a baby. I go to the hospital. End of story. Well, no, there, there are a lot of options, you know, for you to think through, talk with your husband, um, pray about. So that may that may be another reason why, you know, people are feeling this, you know, this kind of like hospital versus home birth, um, tension. But I think sometimes it's really just people trying to get the information out there. So people know that they can, you know, make these choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're almost overcompensating for the overcompensation that already happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, not to be redundant in using that word, but I mean, the concept of the hospital system becoming the primary 
was due to an overcompensation in the past. And that can be another topic for another day. It's the history of all of it. But um, that's, uh, it feels like there is that wave that's kind of coming back here, especially after COVID happened too, where people are realizing they have options. People are realizing like, you know, I'm able to make my own decisions. And more importantly, I need to make my own decisions. And Mm -hmm. so um, even just knowing too, you know, you have different options in the hospital as well. Um, It is huge too. And that'll be a topic for another day. I feel like we're going to say that a lot, especially. I know. I Um, I was even thinking like, you know, talking about like, you have the option of, you know, having an OB versus a midwife and, you know, and there's even different kinds of midwives, like you mentioned, and that will probably be a whole other topic because there's a lot to go into, I think, when it comes to OBs and midwives and all that, but there, but you have those options as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it feels so overwhelming, especially because we <laughs> we're really starting to dive into that more in our in our world, in our, in our generation, we're, we're starting to realize we have these options. And, you know, what do you do when you're excited? You, you shut up on the rooftops, right? Like, that's what we're, we're taught to do. Because if it's something that, that we know is, is true, and that's good, that we want to be able to share that with other people. And so yeah. that's the thing is that, you know, birth is good. And it's a very big truth about who we are, as women. Um, and it does need to be treated as such. And what starts, where that starts is is where you feel most comfortable. Um, because at the end of the day, you're going to give birth, you know, where you feel most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how your body starts going into labor. That's how you go into your interior um, where we feel safe. And if, if yeah. that's at your home, great. If that's at someone else's home in like a birth center setting, mm-hmm. great. If that's at a hospital, great. Like it's where you feel the safest and you know, okay, yes, I can safely bring my baby into this world because that's what you're doing. You're bringing a new soul into this world. And and where is that going to be? That's going to be where you feel the safest. That's where you're yeah. going to feel the most at peace. Um, is it, does that mean it's going to be a perfect atmosphere? No, that doesn't guarantee that nothing's a guarantee in this world. Um, but for some, for some women that's at the hospital and that's okay. Um, and I've been so blessed to have been a part of so many births that were absolutely beautiful in the hospital setting and women were at peace with that. They didn't regret their decision being at the hospital. In fact, they embraced it. I've Mm -hmm. met a lot of women who, and I've, you know, been able to be a part of births at home settings, at birth center, at all settings. And when you're confident in choosing where it is that you want to go to have your baby or stay to have your baby, Mm -hmm. that's what makes the difference. Such a good point. I think another thing, too, is we're like our generation is seeing that so many women have struggled with trauma from their births that they never dealt with or they didn't even understand that they needed to deal with because it was so normalized Mm -hmm. um, that the way you were, you know, treated in the hospital, uh, you know, and all of we can go we're going to go into this in a whole other episode I'm sure but a lot of women were really stripped of their 
identity of there was no informed consent for so many of these women um, and it's still happening but I think now we're starting to see that there is a lot of trauma surrounding birth and that's something we want to avoid so we are talking about it a lot more now we are talking about you know you have options because we don't want you to go down this path you know in and some things are unavoidable in birth um you know sometimes you have it you have everything planned and the birth does end up traumatic because of different circumstances but if we can help you um understand that you have these options so that you feel like you can take back, you know, the power in the room, whether you're in the hospital or at home, then maybe you can avoid some of this, you know, this trauma that's been happening for decades to these women. And we've just been kind of, you know, stuffing it down and dealing with it just like, you know, oh, yeah, that's what happens. You know, birth is scary. And it's, it's horrible. And it's painful. And, you know, we, we act like what we see on TV is normal. And for some people, it has been. And that that's just so sad mm-hmm. um, to me. So I think that's another reason why so many people are talking about you, these other options that are out there now. Um, and I mean, they've been out there, but we're talking about it more because we don't want this cycle of trauma to be continuing through the decades because I think it's gone on long enough. Absolutely. You, all of us each have such beautiful dignity. We're worthy of that, right? I mean, remember, we're made in the image and likeness of God. And just in that, just in that, um, we're just so deserving of dignity. We just have so much, so much. Um, And so how you are treated and how you're, you know, mistreated. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're so much more than that. Um, and we need to make sure that the care that we're receiving and to the, you know, as much as we, we can, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's outside of our control. Um, but we need to remember that that we are worthy of being treated with respect, uh, that we are worthy of being treated with love. And that's something that sometimes when you become a number or a patient, mm-hmm. we then that's just what we become. We don't we're forgotten about that we're we are a person. We are a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we are full of dignity. And so um that's just something we need to remember and just know, like, yeah, we deserve better care. Um, we deserve to care for others better. Um, so that's why it's just a big deal to be able to, to have these conversations and to know, like Gabby was saying, that um, just because it's happened in the past does not make it okay. Just because it happened maybe to our parents or our grandparents when real talk, that's when a lot of stuff was going down in the world in the United States that was real bad, real bad. It was just normal. Just talked about like it was normal. Mm-hmm. And we kind of laugh about it because that's a coping mechanism, right? We're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I pee when I sneeze. All right, it's fine. Yeah. 
um, that's, that's, that's not normal. Um, I mean, you might laugh a little bit. Okay. But like, if you're having to joke about it a lot, that's a coping mechanism. And that's something that like, it's not normal. We don't need to live with that. We don't, we don't need to live with, you know, not being listened to or heard in the room, whether that's hospital, home birth or birth center. I've been at some birth centers before where, um, just because you have midwives does not make it, you know, that much more patient centered, mom centered. So with all of that being said, Gabby, what would you say? And if you can both share, like, what would you say is, um, I don't know whether it's, you know, you want to give like a pointer or your biggest takeaway from all this or like a piece of advice that you'd want to give to the moms who are listening when it comes to, you know, whether it's choosing or being content with the decisions they're making or they're, how they're feeling about all this. So I think I kind of go back to what you're saying about like you have dignity and you have to understand that God has given you a gift as a mother and you have this instinct to just know what's right for you and your baby. And you may not, it may not be this huge, like, oh my gosh, like this is clear cut, but pray about it. Think about it. You know, look at all your options. And I think you'll just, you will know what's right for you, what's right for your baby. Like Maggie said, you know, you have to give birth in a space that you feel safe. And if that space is a hospital or your home, that's, it will be clear to you. If you kind of just block out all the noise that's happening around you, hearing everybody's stories, hearing everybody's opinions, and really just honing in on what God is telling you as a mother, whether this is your first baby, third, fifth, whatever, and just listen to that instinct. And, you know, don't, don't think about your other birth experiences in that moment. You know, they have, they have a place, but this is, you know, if this is your second, third, fourth, whatever, baby, think about how you want this birth experience. You know, you may have had a good one in the past or maybe a, you know, a hard one, but we're going to just, we're not going to pay attention to that right now. What do you want for this birth? If it's something different than the last one, you know, you can think through that, but I don't want people to make decisions based on like, well, I had a hospital birth last time. So that means I'm going to have a hospital birth this time. Or, you know, I had a hospital birth last time. I'm not going to have a hospital birth this time. And that just being the deciding factor. What, where do you feel safe? What feels right for you and your baby? Um, and just pray about it because that instinct as a mother is always, almost always right. It's just, it's God given. And it's, 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 it's there for you, but you just have to listen to it. You have to trust yourself. You have to remember that you are the mother of this baby and you, like Maggie said, you have dignity and what everybody else is saying doesn't matter. So that's what I would say. 
<laughs> oh, Gabby, so beautifully, just beautifully said. One thing I just want to say last two, um, before I forget, is there are, there might be some moms who do live in an area that do not have options. Um, and I say that because I have lived in areas before that don't have options. I've lived in very remote areas before where literally there was one OB practice, one hospital. I've lived in an area where um, home birth midwives were illegal. Um, I've heard of places before too where you can't, you know, just states are very regulatory of how birth is. Um, so with that being said too, um, if you do live in an area where um, you don't have options, um, you know, obviously taking that to prayer too. Mm-hmm. And just whether that's making, you know, help, asking God to help you be at peace with the options that are in your area, looking and seeing, okay, getting creative, what can I do? Can we stay in an Airbnb somewhere? Can we go and like have a birth at my parents' house that live in another state or a friend's house? So sometimes maybe that takes getting creative. And again, it depends on what your limits are, how your husband feels. I think that's going to be a whole nother uh, podcast is just talking with your spouse about birth. Um, Cause that's huge. Mm-hmm. But, um, but do you know if, if that's something though, where you have only one option um, or you don't have the option that you wish you could have. Um, yeah. Take, take that to Jesus. Um, if there's one thing that I learned from my retreat this weekend that I'll just really briefly share is um, God speaks to our hearts and moves in our hearts in our sadness that's where he's talking to us. And if that's, if there's something that's really making us sad, um, we need to go, go to that so we can listen to him. Mm-hmm. And if part of that is I'm sad or I'm frustrated because I don't have this option in my area, I talk to him about that for sure. Um, Cause there's something that he wants to talk to you about. And that's how he's getting your attention. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. No, that's that's beautiful. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah. There's always a lesson. He is always, always trying to teach us something, and I think birth is definitely one of those those moments where he is. He is always trying to teach you something with each experience. Absolutely. That's why I'm like kind of convinced that every, I mean, and every birth is, is different. Every labor is different. And we, mm-hmm. we're, we take, we take away something different from every, every child we have from every birth we have. Every child teaches us something. Um, most of the time it's something that we really don't want to learn, but that we, <laughs> that we learn um, especially when your kids get older and start repeating it and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I said or did that that much. Wow, what a humbling experience is to have your little mini me. Um, I think that's why every birth is different. God is trying to teach us something new. Um, sometimes it's a really easy lesson. Sometimes it's a really hard lesson. Um, I've had both. I've had both really easy, like really good lessons and really, really hard ones with all three of my births. And, um, but yeah, so there is no one right way to birth. Um, there is no holier birth. At the end of the day, it's, it's 
what is it that's going to make you feel most most safe? Mm-hmm. What is going to bring you, you know, your peace? Um, even if you maybe need to get there a little bit more by praying because, you know, you're not 100% at peace in the beginning. But, yeah, um, yeah. I invite God into that and invite God into that space no matter where it is. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, you're bringing a new life into this world. You're bringing a new soul. And birth is just the most beautiful thing on earth. It, it doesn't matter, you know, it, if, it, if it's at a hospital or at home. Birth itself is just incredible and beautiful. It's everyday miracle, y'all. It's an everyday mm-hmm. miracle. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I think we can leave it at that. <laughs> oh, before I forget, one thing. Um, I don't know when this is getting published. <laughs> I'm assuming. Should be Monday. Sooner than later. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's <laughs> still in November. I can count. Yes. Yeah. Um, for any moms that are due December to February, I'm running my postpartum prep course again. Exciting. Oh, please sign up for it. I did, and it was very helpful. I had lots of notes from it, and just being able to talk through it with Maggie beforehand, yes, absolutely would recommend 100% taking that course. Yeah, so it's just, um, I call it 40 sacred days, um, because that's, you know, we just think about the, you you might hear about, like, the 40 days, first 40 days, it's really biblical, Um, it equates to about three months, which is, you know, the initial postpartum, or, I'm sorry, six six weeks, so a month and a half, but postpartum, yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't count, y'all, it's been a day. It's been a day, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's a very, it's very biblical. It actually even comes from book of Leviticus as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, whether it's your first baby or, you know, this is going to be your fifth baby and you're just, um, maybe you've had some not experiences in the past or it was a harder transition or you're, you know, worried about adding a new baby to your family and how that transition is going to look. Um, just a lot of practicals. Um, and it's just really geared to be able to, let you have these conversations with your family, um, you know, afterward and just figuring out how can you make that transition as, as smooth as possible. So, um, I don't, do we have like show notes with us? I don't know. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, that's but cool. I'll put a link um, to it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. So sign up website, sign up. Um, it's on, it's online virtual. And if you can't make the live version, there's a recording that happens afterward too. And you can always reach out to me with questions as well. Um, yeah, it was such a joy to have Gabby last time because number one, she's awesome, but also too, I knew like what she was, it's like some pain points that she wanted to address for her postpartum, like, and yeah, it was just to answer questions too. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely sign up for that. You will not regret it. And like she said, there's a recording, so there's really no reason not to do it. So. Oh, thanks, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I'm, oh, gosh. Talking about yourself is weird. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy Thanksgiving. Um, It's probably coming out after Thanksgiving, but I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving because it's one of our favorite holidays. And, um. You can eat whatever you want this holiday season. Do it. That's right. <laughs> Do it. All right. All right. 
Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Blessed Be Birth Podcast. Please know that none of the information shared on this podcast is medical advice and should not be taken as such. If you want to connect with us, please follow us on Instagram at Blessed Be Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast today, please subscribe and leave us a review so we can continue to reach even more amazing, faithful women. Thanks so much, and remember to invite God in.